In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, everyone. It is a real blessing to be here with you celebrating the feast of the baptism of our Lord. My name is Mother Kelly, and you may be wondering, who are you, Mother Kelly? Well, I am a priest, a mother, a daughter, a wife, a sister-in-law. See her out there? Um, I, was di- I was ordained a priest 20 years ago in the Diocese of Virginia. I married my husband, Nathan, 24 years ago, and he has been here, Nathan Jennings, he's your theologian in residence, he's been here for the past five years with our son, Vitali, faithfully accompanying him to worship here at St. Mark's. Our daughter, Maria, has faithfully accompanied me to services at St. Richard's in Round Rock, St. Richard's Episcopal Church, where I have been over the past five and a half years, serving as their children's minister. And I am blessed today to be starting a position very similar as your children's minister here at St. Mark's, and particularly blessed to be joining a very gifted team of staff here at St. Mark's. I'm also a daughter. My mother lives in North Austin, and she is hopefully uh, joining us via live stream. I don't know where the camera is, but hi, Mom. (laughs) So another question you might be asking, back back to the baptism of Jesus. Why are we suddenly celebrating Jesus' baptism, fully grown man, when we just celebrated his birth, right? Well, it makes a little more sense, and this is a long-standing tradition in the church. So, as you know, over time, things change and develop. But it might help to recall the gospel that we are reading from most of this year, Mark. Mark does not have any infancy narratives about the baby Jesus. Mark starts right in, chapter 1, verse 1, with the, the announcement of John the Baptist. So here we are, the baptism of Jesus. Throughout the centuries, this feast day has been important to the church in many traditions. But why? Jesus' baptism is one of the great appearances of God through his son Jesus. We call it an epiphany for us a realization of who Jesus is, particularly in relation to God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. John the baptizer was Jesus' cousin, and he was clearly very charismatic, drawing great crowds wherever he went, and where he liked to go, where John liked to go, was the river. What was going on at the River Jordan exactly? Mark tells us the people there were confessing their sins, And God's people knew from John's conviction that they had fallen short, that they'd done things to hurt themselves and others, and they'd drawn apart from God, God who loves them. They pulled away from that close life with their God, and they wanted to return, to be closer to their God. Young children demonstrate an unbridled desire to draw close to God. The heart of children's ministry is found when we, the adults, are able to be present with the young child as he or she encounters God. 
quite a privilege to be in that space. It is like the child is asking us, help me draw closer to God by myself. And that is both a wonderful and challenging task. To help the child draw closer to God, we must introduce, we must prepare the environment for that introduction, that meeting, and then we must get out of the way. And that is exactly what John the Baptist is doing for God's children. He is preparing the environment there by the river with water, and then he is getting out of the way. There's John standing at the river, inviting God's children to a ritual wash. Baptism means immersion or dunking. And we get another clue about what else is going on. The one he is getting out of the way for is the one whose arrival he is announcing. The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me, he says. I have baptized you with water, but he'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit. John must decrease. Jesus must increase. In the presence of children, even as parents, my son's now a senior in high school, we find that we must decrease, and they will increase. That's some humility. It's not easy. And it's sad. So Jesus is coming imminently to baptize, to cleanse with the Holy Spirit. That's a mystery too, right there. But the water is there, not so much a mystery, with John there at the river, and so is his invitation. So people would evidently wade out to John, confess their sins with the hope of this Messiah and the coming mysterious Holy Spirit. And then John would baptize them, or water over them, dunk them. A fellow children's minister told me a sweet story about presenting baptism to some young children, much like we do here in Godly Play, using not performing the sacrament, but using a, a miniature, a small font, and water. And later on in the hour, my friend told me a four-year-old girl came up to her and said, I couldn't wait to be baptized, so I had to baptize myself. <laughs> So it's a reminder to, of course, make sure you have enough towels in a Sunday school room when you are presenting baptism. But also, how compelling the call to baptism is, maybe especially to the very young. The youngest among us show us, without restraint, the human desire to be close to God. St. Augustine has that great line, You have made us for yourself, Lord, and we are restless until our heart rests in you. I wonder if you feel restless today. I wonder what it is you might do today to own up to some of that restlessness. How might you draw closer to God today? Next in Mark's Gospel, Mark brings us the epiphany moment. The one John had been talking about arrives. Jesus, God in the flesh, comes to his people at the river's edge. Mark says simply that Jesus is baptized by John, and just as Jesus is coming up out of the water, the heavens are torn apart, God's Spirit comes down, and God the Father's voice says to Jesus, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. 
on Amazon, you can buy water from the River Jordan, just a dollar an ounce. One option comes in a three ounce bottle. It's water clear and looking very holy. The Amazon site guarantees that it comes from the River Jordan because it arrives with a silver seal of authenticity from the Baptism Site Commission. Well, I had to go check out the reviews of this small bottle of real water, actual water from the River Jordan. And the top reviewer said, very affordable gift for anyone looking to be blessed, no leakage or anything, but it was missing the certificate of authenticity. <laughs> Thought, well, go figure, right? <laughs> As if that would still do any good. But clear and holy looking does not mean it's the real thing, right? The truth is, even back in Jesus' day, the water of the Jordan River was not clear. It was filled with silt and mud, especially after wading out into the middle of it to be baptized. So here's a parting thought on Jesus' baptism and how today's feast might mean something for you and for me. Our work as parents, as grandparents, as caregivers, servants of all kinds, involves getting into the messiness of life. Diapers, baths, pet care, household management, food preparation, meal cleanup, laundry, to name a few things. So the thought of Jesus, the Son of God, descending into the River Jordan and standing with, we can imagine, both the rich and the poor, the privileged, the underprivileged, the downtrodden, all together in what was probably some pretty muddy water makes for a beautiful icon of what this Son of God's mission is going to be about, drawing close to God's people in the mud and the muck of life, drawing close to you, drawing close to me, drawing close to your parents. No matter how messy, how confusing, how fallen, how hopeless, how wonderful, how amazing. We each might be in any given situation. Our God yearns to be there with us. Remember that today. Maybe you do not need to do anything to draw closer to God, except to just remember that he is right there with you already, in the mud and the muck. Amen. Thank you.